That's it. That's a half volley through mid on for four. Jeffrey Bolter, 100-100, and the place to get it here on his home ground at Heavenwood. Got it! Got it! Well deserved. A magnificent delivery from Darren Goff. Must be very close to five. Got him! What a patch this is for Ryan Sidebottom. Hi, I'm Tim Bresnan and this is the Covers Off podcast from York's County Cricket Club. And as always with me is Richard Pyra. Obviously, Vaughan's last week went really, really well, Rich. Um, thoughts on that? It was good. Good to chat to V. Um, you can tell he's a bit, he's a professional in this, uh, in the media, can't he? We, we couldn't shut him up. I know. Um, but, you know, listen to a, he's an England great, isn't he? His, his record as, as England test captain is, He's as good as anyone, so to hear his stories and you know how he changed the team to to go and beat the Australians in 2005 was you know it's great to hear and uh, you know I'm excited about this week's guest now. I'm very excited about this week's guest. Would you like to introduce him, or would you like me to do it? Uh, you can do it if you want, Brez. It's uh, your turn. Yeah. I'm actually quite excited about getting this man on. We've had quite a few battles over the years uh, in in many different cricket and arenas. Um, but it's nice to actually speak to him as a, a, a friend and teammate now, rather than trying to ball bounces at him uh, and trying to get him out and trying not to pick his other one. Anyway, um, <laughs> our next guest is all the way from India, so the time difference has been quite difficult to work out for both of us. And he's played 71 tests for his country, 111 one-day internationals. He's got an impressive record of 365 test wickets at an average of 25 and a mammoth 569 first-class wickets at 26. You're going to have to help me out here. Ravit Chandra Ashwin. <laughs> Ashwin will do, because Ravit Chandra is my dad, and right. it's sort of, you know, um, so to say, a medieval name now. So, yeah, and uh, uh, we, don't have, we don't have the culture of having any surnames in uh, the part of the world where I am from, so we just have an initial and just a name. That's about it, so you can... Go for it and call me Ashwin. A lot of people in England tend to call me Ravi. Ravi. Um, Ashwin, that's my name. Okay, okay. so Ravi, how are you watch. doing? How are you doing, first of all? <laughs> it's not new to me. When I, when I, when I, step, when I step onto the shores of uh, the United Kingdom, all the time I get is, Ravi, how are you? How are you doing, mate? Are you fine? So, I'm not used to it. Right, okay. So, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. That's refreshing. Cool. How are you doing, mate? You all good? Yeah, I'm very well. Uh, I I saw I saw England was really struggling with this whole pandemic a little earlier, uh, but now it's just our turn, I guess. So we are we are really peaking, and I think it's going to be a really tough couple of months for us. So you you in full lockdown now, Ash? Uh, we were in full lockdown for a good uh, two and a half three months, and yeah. uh, they just about released the lockdown because they had to at some stage. Uh, the economy was suffering a little bit, so. Uh, People, there are some really sad stories that we're listening on a day-to-day basis. People struggling for their livelihoods, a country of billion people, so it's all expected. But the moment we release the lockdown, the cases are really spiking up, and I won't be surprised if we go into another full lockdown again. Well, I'm liking the long hair anyway. It's like uh, it's like a young Derny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's exactly what people around me are saying. Just keep it on. Uh, it's not yeah. doing all the time. 
had. It's pretty different to what you what we are used to seeing you on. But I've just got the simple solution. You know, I, in India, we've got the culture of living with our parents. Uh, my parents are a little elder. So for me to go to a salon is like risking their lives. So I would much rather stay in there. Yeah, I reckon you by the end of lockdown, you could have an Ishant Sharma. <laughs> I, I hope not because some time ago I was actually I was talking to Rohit and uh, we were on Instagram live and Rohit said uh, it's looking different it's looking nice but uh, I, I, I want to put the bottom dollar and say you better not look like Ishan Sharma at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah shave it off before then <laughs> I think I'm due to shave mine to be honest okay Ash um, on our podcast we, uh, we've been speaking to past and, and present players uh, majority have been Yorkshire players so we've been talking to them about their background story and how they've, you know, how they've got into cricket. The majority have come through the Yorkshire Academy. So it'd be great to hear your story, a completely different upbringing to what we have here at Yorkshire. Um, so just, just talk us through, you know, from the start, uh, how we got into cricket, how we got playing uh, professional cricket and then, you know, leading into playing to India. In India, generally, uh, we've got when I when I was growing up playing cricket and all that, it was completely different. Uh, the landscape has changed a bit right now. But uh, uh, when you said cricket in India, usually it was about uh, playing uh, in the in the neighborhood. Uh, you have this garden cricket, and you've got this. I've seen this swimming pool cricket and all that sort of stuff. But uh, we 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 play on the streets, you know. We play on the roads, which is something that's uh, not seen in uh, anywhere in England. I hope not until now. But uh, that's where we grew up. I grew up playing my cricket. Uh, when I was about five or six, when I first went onto the roads and played with my neighbors, and uh, it's pretty, it's pretty decent for a five or six year old. So started breaking a few window window panes. Breaking window panes is like uh, waking up and reading newspaper in India for any any evening time cricket. You know, uh, when the boys are out there, you're playing on the roads. In fact, every road will have about three cricket matches going at the same time. So breaking window panes is common. You break the window panes, pick up the bat stumps, and run back inside the house so that no one knows. You know who's really broken the brain, or who's going to pay for it. So that's that's where it began. And because I was uh, doing this on a constant basis, uh, my father was a big cricket uh, fanatic in the sense that uh, he used to watch every single cricket match. Uh, we didn't have access to any cable TV or any any digital TV then. In fact, in every every locality, there used to be one house where they used to have you know the cable network and the cricket matches could be watched live. And ours was the only house because my dad used. He literally spent 50% of his monthly salary on subscribing <laughs> for uh, the cable TV. And uh, that's, that's how the entire neighborhood used to come home. We used to watch cricket games. And one final day, my mom said, uh, enough's enough. Uh, I want my son to go out there and learn cricket the right way. You know, So I was about eight years old when I first had introduction into proper cricket academy. And yeah, I wouldn't say it was proper, but it was okay. It did, uh, must have done you a world of good, having yeah. known where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> I think best, yeah. Did you, when you was playing uh, on the streets and, you know, in, in local fields, is that where you learnt your skills? Is that where you learnt to spin the ball, spin the ball both ways? Or did you develop that later on in your career? It's hindsight. I've been thinking about it for a while now, about how people develop such unique skills, especially coming from our part of the world. Uh, yeah. In India, if, if you see, there is a lot of unorthodoxy in the way cricket is played. Uh, there is a bit of, uh, you know, a streamlining. When, when I... I've been to all over the world playing cricket now. I watch, I played county cricket for a good three years now. I, I see the system, how it evolves, how it pans out and all that. So that system is really non-existent in India, right? Mm. Uh, so uh, if you may say every cricketer in Yorkshire must have been a process-driven cricketer. Uh, in India, every cricketer is actually an accident, you know? So uh, you learn the trade in your own way and try and find ways to, you know, conquer the challenges thrown in front of you. So... For example, in my street, my street is about 20, you know, you can, you can probably say it's about 15 meters wide. It's very narrow. Uh, so you never hardly play anything through the street. 
and if you have to make runs you have to go really square you know uh, the development of the wrist happens there and if you cannot spin the ball you won't get a bowl and all that sort of stuff so uh, yeah. you 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 get doing that first so you learn the tricks first and and then go and learn front foot defense back foot defense and all that so it's it's pretty reverse and i would say it's held a lot of people in good stead at the same time a lot of people have suffered not having a great system in place i say it's uh, it's to- it is it's totally opposite to what we what we do you know at the Yorkshire academy it's you know you learn your forward defensive first you learn to hit top of off as a bowler and then you learn your skills secondly and probably that's why we haven't got the the flair players that you know the likes of india produce because we you know we're quite process driven here in england and probably conditions allow that but it's uh, it's re- it's really nice to hear like different ways of 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 being de- you know developing your game uh, but uh, i personally think things have come a, a, a long way uh, in the sense of saying uh, you know you can't you can't necessarily keep the game at a very you know uh, how to say a very nascent stage of allowing unorthodoxy to keep flourishing uh, because mm-hmm. times have changed now i don't see a lot of kids going out on the roads and playing there's a lot of playstation work happening uh, in yeah. fact if kids are playing even in india it's it's become weekend cricket so it is it is a bit of uh, you know a challenging time for a lot of uh, grassroots level cricket t20 cricket has come through the patience of parents the patience of kids everything is being tested but in fact when you said hitting the top of off and all that the first time i heard hitting top of off when i was about 25 years old so uh, <laughs> never heard of it uh, never heard of it uh, well, and that's that's the truth so what did what did you used to refer to so when you're trying to encourage the bowler or what did you used to say like where did you say our oh, ball is Ball is forward defence. Just, just, just bowl one side of the wicket. I mean, a large part of of our first class cricket, uh, you know, was won with proper strategising. And Mumbai, uh, Mumbai. I don't know if you heard of Mumbai. It's one of the most successful first class teams in the country. It's won the title forty one times uh, okay. in in competition to Yorkshire, which is highest in England. So uh, Mumbai did the same thing. They used to bat, bat big, bowl offside, and that's it. They used to win the competition. They won it forty one long times. So. as far as i am concerned uh, and w- how first class cricket was built upon was keeping it one side of the wicket a lot of spin catching close in and uh, the first thing that you're taught when you play club cricket here uh, is to keep your close in fielders as a spinner where exactly you position them and uh, that's that's where you all begin and th- that's why we we built up around spin you know spin is one of the attacking forces for uh, what we do in our country because uh, that's one thing that i think is ahead of the rest of the world yeah definitely i think obviously the conditions do warrant that as well so that makes a lot of sense rav or ash or whatever rav. it is everything's <laughs> alright <laughs> yeah so are you enjoying some down uh, downtime at this moment in time obviously uh, you just said that you're in lockdown and if uh, do you have any hobbies or is your main hobby just getting wickets <laughs> right i i love cricket uh, i just i i've always oh especially over the last couple of years i've realized uh, i've been good at it because i felt cricket is the purpose of my life i love it to an extent where i genuinely enjoy every small bits of what the game has to offer but uh, when you said having an off time staying at home this is something that's not happened in the last 15 years yeah uh, at least if not more uh, i've never been home for an extended period of time this is as much as the longest stretch of time that i've been home and um, i i have two kids young ones 5 and 3 and a half so it's a great time to be with them they are actually surprised on a day to day to get up next to their dad and say you know good morning or whatever it is so it's uh, kind of sweet uh, but i think i am getting to a point where i would like to go out there and play if mm. uh, if someone if someone said uh, we will stick three stumps on both ends and say play i would be there playing the game <laughs> but yeah. uh, 
you know, every now and then. In fact, I did practice a few occasions as well over the last couple of weeks. And uh, as the cases started spiking up, I got a bit of fear and I started holding up it. Yeah. So Enjoy the downtime while you can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I the, other part of, the other part of your question about hobby, I clearly forgot. Uh, nice. I, I, I do a few things, obviously. Once the lockdown happened, I told myself probably, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. So this is probably the best time to put, put it to use and try and get as fit as I can. Uh, that's mm. one thing I've been doing. I've acquired most of the gym equipment, got something indoors. The other thing that I do is I read a lot of books. I, I live through novels, something something that I really enjoy. All all sorts of novels. Uh, I, I I do a bit of tutoring. Uh, I learn a bit of uh, keyboard, and uh, yeah, that's 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 that's. So that. you're keeping yourself very busy with quite a varied amount of things. My mind is a very active mind. I don't want to keep it. I don't want to keep it passive at all. But how do you how, how do you find time for all of that stuff with uh, with a three year old and a five year old? Uh, you know that's exactly why I do all this to at least. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I've got some work. Keep them away from me for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're we're used to uh, we're used to making some excuses, aren't we, Briz? Yeah, like I gotta go do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's the main reason why we're doing a podcast. <laughs> how about that one? That's a good one. <laughs> Right, Ash, I want to just pick your brains on spin bowling. I'm, I'm the bowling coach at Yorkshire, and sure. we're renowned for uh, producing seam bowlers at Yorkshire. And, you know, we, workloads come in, we have to look after our seamers, look after their bodies. But with spinners, they've kind of jumped on the back of that, and, and they tell us when they've had enough bowling. And my, my opinion is that spinners should, should bowl as much as they can and, and learn their trade. And I've spoken to Keshav Maharaj, who played with us last year, and he, he was similar, you know, he, he tries to bowl as much as he can, learn his game. What, what's your thoughts on that? There, there have been points in my life before I broke into the Indian team, just, just before I broke into the Indian team, uh, where I, I bowled 30 overs in a day and uh, not been quite happy with it, gone back and bowled another 15-20 overs in the net. So, um, I, I think, I, I don't know if it's got any method to the madness then. Whatever I did then, didn't have a proper, you know, sort of a thinking. It was more about the feel. Uh, yeah. I. I often went by the feel about how it's coming out of the hand, what I'm seeing in front of me. Is it reacting the way I wanted to react off the surface? Uh, and there are there are certain key indicators that I've developed over the years. Uh, but I would like to think the more you repeat as a spinner when you're younger, uh, the better it will hold you as you grow older. Because as you grow older, you will pick up a few niggles here and there. It's very important as your hip, as your hip drive starts to slow down a little bit. All these sort of stuff. It, it becomes a lot more fitness oriented as you grow older. Uh, but yeah. I, I would think uh, it's not just it's not just the more it's not just there. A lot of spinners tend to do uh, lesser work nowadays, and mm -hmm. uh, I do think I do think that affects them because if you look at the modern race of wrist spin in the T20 cricket format, especially, uh, it's partly because of how inaccurate the leg spinners can be. You know, uh, they do not realize how exactly they're going to go about the business. If they want to bowl a, you know, a certain length, they tend to drop it a little fuller or shorter at times, which becomes difficult for the batsman to pick. So I would think on, on courses with that, uh, the spinners tend to do a lot lesser workload than they should be doing. But if you aspire to be a bowler who wants to be there and thereabouts and you know, uh, put, the, put the ball on the money every single time you bowl, uh, you've got to do a lot of repetitions before you're getting there into professional cricket. But can I just ask one question, Rich? Like on the bowling, yeah. very technical side, which I am not very technical at all. When you were going about developing your Dusra or Caron Ball, what do you call it? I've forgot. Caron Ball. What? It's not Jeff, is it? That's uh, Jeff is Steve Lines. No, that's it. <laughs> Steve. We'll call yours Steve, eh? Um, 
So when you were when you were going about developing Steve, what what gave you the idea to flick it out front? See, uh, for me, uh, it's quite uh, my my bowling came about pretty late. I played as an opening batsman for India at the under seventeen levels. Uh, I was more of a batter before I became a bowler. Uh, I used to bowl for my school side. I used to bowl for my university and all that. Uh, but it was more limited overs format of bowling. I used to do it because I enjoyed doing it rather than looking to build a career on it. But one one fine game, it just turned over one afternoon when I played a club club game. Uh, so basically, we were we were defending something like three hundred and ten or something, and the opposition were two twenty no loss for one. If I'm not if I'm not wrong. And the captain just said, uh, you know what? I was I was at the National Cricket Academy then. Come back for the game. Just started playing club cricket, Premier Club cricket in Chennai, where I belong to. Uh, he just said, like, why don't you give me a couple of overs? And I had like five, six left-handers in the opposition lineup, and I cleaned them up for like I got six for forty or something like that. We won the game from there, and all of a sudden the people people started noticing me, saying, okay, you know what? This guy played for under seventeen India. Here he is. He's bowling. He can bat. Uh, so why don't we have a look at him? And the only only spot that was left for in the first class side was a spinner spot, and it wasn't sealed. Uh, so for me to take a look at myself deeply and say, you know, you're an off spinner. You're an off spinner. Took me some sort of realization, you know. I'm trying to build a career out of something that I never expected I would be building. So for me, everything was about inquisitiveness, uh, asking questions every day. Uh, was I growing from, uh, you know, what I was in the morning to evening? Was I improving from the morning session to the evening session? So this was how uh, small targets I had to chase. I had to set for myself. I I chased everything, you know. Uh, wanted to wanted to know more. Wanted to get better by the day. So that still exists with me, and that's. Quintessential for my success, and I think it can be applied for a lot of people as well. That is, yeah, good answer. Uh, it's quite, uh, quite philosophical, quite almost guru-like. I'd say, <laughs> like guru, I didn't, I didn't guru want, Ashwin. I don't <laughs> want to be one, but I mean, if you want me to lighten this up, I can definitely. <laughs> and I've got a sense of humor which you can bring about. We are on, we are on a path of deep enlightenment here, Rich, about cricket. What better than what better time than this? We are hit by a pandemic. Let's all get spiritual. Let's learn a thing or two. Exactly. Yeah. Let's learn. You're a big fan of Kama Sutra, right, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. When you talk about spirituality and Kama Sutra, all right. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you're regretting coming back, coming on this podcast now, Ash. <laughs> I started to get a little bit of humor initially when I started coming into the county circuit and. Uh, you know, some some of the guys. I mean, I, I understand English, but the sense of humor sometimes is a little mm. different to what it is in India. Indians are more sarcastic; they're more, you know, louder. And uh, initially, I, I didn't get it a little bit. Uh, they used to say, they used to say something, wait for a response. I think the joke used to just fall flat. It used to become a big <laughs> joke, and yeah. then I made it and started understanding a little bit of how the humor works, how people talk, and the the accent, and all. Well, yeah. get ready for the Orchard dressing room, mate. It is a very, very bu- brutal place. It's a brutal place. If I didn't understand, I'd just keep laughing, I think. Yeah, yeah I think you should. Just That's nod your head and laugh. Yeah, just nod and laugh, yeah. <laughs> on, on that Yorkshire dressing room, you, I mean, per- personally, I'm, I'm gutted that you're not coming over this year. Um, I was looking forward to you know, learning off you quite a lot. But hopefully down, sometime in the future, you will get to play for Yorkshire. There's been, I think, what, three other Indians Played for Yorkshire in their history, Sachin, uh, Yuvraj, and uh, Pajara. Um, oh yeah, so, that was pretty recent, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty recent. Yeah, um, and we played with Yuvraj, didn't we, Brez? Um, we did. We did. Bit too, bit too young to play with Sachin, but uh, a lot, a lot of our coaches have done so. 
what what drew you to to come to Yorkshire and um, you know you, you, hopefully you're looking forward to coming back next year if we can get you over. I I look forward to playing the county cricket uh, a lot. Uh, one of the reasons is it gets me away from here from India and uh, it it gives me some sort of you know so to say a sort of place where I can completely enjoy my skill without having to bother about anybody else so to say. Yeah. Uh, I can be completely drowned in in terms of what skill I want to achieve. uh get time away with my family as well which is in- incredibly crucial for me and on the way one one good thing that i've enjoyed about being on the uh, being in england is the fact that you can really have a good knowledge transfer uh get a good awareness of what it is to play cricket there it's very different and uh, i realized when i came came to england last time i was able to bat a lot lot better than what i ever have in, in english conditions uh, i got i had an idea about how you can go about it when the ball's doing a lot at least have a fair idea i think in the past if cricketers had to travel from here and you know let's say play in nottingham and play it or play in leeds or whatever it is the ball's doing a lot you you'd be like oh my god what is this we've never seen so yeah. from there for me to come over and learn and have a lovely experience and the cross culture you get to know a lot of these guys some of them are really young when i was at knots uh, i got to work with a couple of academy boys for spin and i really enjoyed it as as i taught i learned more so that's something that i really enjoy coming down there having some conversations sometimes not having the fear of being judged yeah. uh, in an environment where you're competitive and you're playing with uh, colleagues that are equally as good as you or probably competing or vying for your spot uh, sometimes it's not that easy to do so getting away from that and uh, enjoying your game away from home is something that i really look forward to and for me yorkshire is a county that the more, like i said like mumbai in india yorkshire is in uh, uh, in in the uk county circuit and you hear a lot and i heard a lot of jeffrey boycott going on the commentary about yorkshire i sometimes yeah. used to wonder what is he talking about yorkshire for in an england game so then, <laughs> then then i realized how proud the yorkshiremen were and quite clearly the results show for it right definitely mate you've i think yeah. you've hit the hit the uh, the nail on the head there we are a very very proud county and proud of our cricketers that we produce uh, especially for england Man that's fantastic. We could actually speak to you I reckon for a good couple of hours but I'm quite conscious of how much of you of your time that we're taking up. So, we are just going to skip straight into the uh, the quick fire questions if that's all right. Basically, take as much or as little of time as you want to consider or think about these. Just the first name on the top of your head and then we'll get you on your way mate. Uh so, earliest cricket in memory. Earliest cricket memory. 1996 India versus Australia Mumbai World Cup World Cup yeah definitely cricket in hero Sachin Tendulkar yeah oh he's everyone's isn't he everyone's <laughs> professional debut professional debut 2006 7 Tamil Nadu sorry what was that Tamil 2006 7 Tamil Nadu that's the state name Tamil Nadu Tamil Nadu correct right okay Then actually I I don't think I saw that on the list of teams that you represented on cricket for. Even like it, mate it's as long as my arm that list. So it wasn't exactly <laughs> it wasn't exactly easy to miss. Uh best game that you've ever played in. Best game I've ever played in. I played a few but uh, I'd like to think of late digging the latest memory 2017 India versus Australia test in Bangalore. Right okay. Uh favorite ground in the world to play at. Chepok, Chennai which is my home ground. and the second best ground for me would be the mcg not mm. much bounce at the mcg for spinners is that 
there, there used to be a lot more than what it is right now. They've, I don't know what they've done to the pitch now. It's the drop-ins. Drop-ins, drop-in pitches. Flat, isn't it? Uh, somebody to bat for your life. Got a feeling in this might be. <laughs> to bat for my life. Virat Kohli. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> uh, messiest in the dressing room. Messiest in the dressing room. Shikhar Dhawan. To be fair, he does look quite like he would be like that. You know, like he's a little bit, little bit rough and ready, isn't he? He's got a strong character and he can throw stuff around. Like right. <laughs> Gorillas. Wait till you meet our Harry, young Harry Brook next year. <laughs> okay. I will keep that in mind. What are we on? Who's the vainest cricketer you've come across? What's that? Vainest. Uh, so, preening, trimming, who spends a lot of time in front of the mirror. Without. Really? <laughs> yeah. I suppose he does, yeah. He's quite a good looking yeah. rooster and he's got the tattoos as well. And yeah, he just, he's got a bit of a strut on him. It used to be Virat before. I think now KL Rahul will beat him on that. Oh, really? What are young guns? KJ Rahul. KL. KL. KL, sorry. I don't watch a lot of cricket these days, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Especially internationals. Um, best celebration or party after a game or series? Best celebration. 2013 Champions Trophy in England after beating England. In the final. Not now, mate. Oh, yeah. Not now. After you beat, after you beat Brez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We can, we can chat about that game when you, when you arrive. Uh, three people living or dead to have dinner with. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, one would be Don Bradman. Two would be Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and three is an actress called Trisha. Who's from my hometown? Three good, be ones good there. dinner party that. Uh, well, yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones oh. is. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. Finally, uh, pick your best six-a-side cricket team of players that you have played with. What format of the game? Oh, uh, good question. Point it back on us. Let's go. <laughs> uh, shorter format. Shorter format. Six people. All right. Rohit Sharma. Rohit Sharma. Ab De Villiers. M.S. Dhoni, Jaspreet Bumrah, all right, Joss Butler, Ben Stokes. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to pick yourself then. I reckon that could be the best team that we've had. Yes, it's definitely up there. Yeah, obviously definitely all those IPLs give you access um, to be able to speak to unbelievable players around the world and feed off information. That must be such an exciting opportunity. The idea is an incredible competition. Those who haven't experienced it must experience it for sure. That much I can tell you. Definitely. Get yourself in auction then, Brez. I think my, uh, my time might have passed now, Rich, I reckon. For some reason. Don't know why not. Mate, it's been absolutely fantastic to speak to you over the last 40 minutes or so. We just, um, for me, like Rich, just desperately disappointed that you, uh, you can't make it over this summer. But hopefully, uh, the pandemic slows down in India. Everyone stays safe and well. And hope that you and your family stay safe and well over there as well. And yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us on the covers off. Thank you so much, man. I, I just saw the covers off uh, podcast with Michael Vaughan uh, doing the rounds on Twitter and how good it was. Uh, so first, thank you for having me on this podcast. And uh, actually, very very disappointed to not be there this year because I was looking forward to it. Uh, this is probably my longest longest stint in the county circuit and. Uh, I, I was looking forward to it in all honesty because getting over to the north, 
and I'd, I'd got my entire family ready as well saying this is what we'll be doing these are the number of games we'll be playing so uh, it's quite disappointing but I'm looking forward to coming there next year I'll keep myself fit for that at least surely good man thank you very much Ash thanks Ash thank you thanks very much thank mate you. thank you you've been listening to the Covered Off podcast from the Yorkshire County Career Club with me Richard Pyra and Tim Bresnan if you have any questions tweet us at Tim Bresnan and at Richard Pyra And do remember, guys, to push that uh, subscribe button and it will automatically download into your inbox or podcast provider as soon as we release new episodes. And if you've got any sort of time available whatsoever, go check out our previous episodes. Thanks again. Stay safe, stay home, stay alert.